Welcome to the House Church Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's message by Pastor Stephen Sexton. If you would like to know more about the House Church, please visit our website at welcometothehouse.com or download the House app. Come on, what a great month. Y'all like May? Y'all like May? I like May. The weather's changed. Come on. School's almost out. Some of you parents, you're like, uh, it needs to go a little longer. Uh, Come on, every student here, just to let you know, come on, push hard, go to the end. You're not done yet. There's a lot of things that happen in May. I don't know if you know how many, like, uh, faux holidays or made-up holidays there are, but you, you may know all these. So May is New Homeowner's Day. So if you are a new homeowner, come on, good job, good job. Come on, Cinco de Mayo, come on, what's up? Mother's Day, for, for those that don't know, is next week. So uh, maybe this is the first time you've thought about that. You have all week. Come on, the house, we want to help you do better with you. And so go on and get that present. Um, uh, we have one of our uh, ladies on the worship team that probably knows about this, but it's National Hug Your Cat Day in May. Uh, Stephanie is one of the worship singers up here. So y'all make sure to remind her it's National Hug Your Cat Day. Um, we just celebrated yesterday. Come on, National Star Wars that may the 4th be with you. Come on, my son was born on the 4th. So uh, we're training up Jedis at my house. Um, uh, national in May is National No Homework Day. It's, it is, it's, a, it's an actual day. It is National Homework Day. I feel like we celebrate that quite often at my house. So um, May, May the 11th, um, you may know this. Uh, we're a full gospel here. So uh, May the 11th is um, it's Eat All You Want Day. <laughs> May 11th is Eat All You Want Day. So, th- so if that's the day that you gorge, you just go do your thing. And, and what is funny is it's followed up by National Hummus Day on the 13th. So they threw in something for my wife. You know what I'm saying? It's, there's just a, a lot of great things that happen in, in May. And uh, for us as a church, uh, we pray. We pray in May. We love to, to have an intentional focus and time where we pray. And so I just want to encourage you. If you have something that you're praying for, uh, um, a son, a, a daughter, a job, a transition, health. If there is something going on in your life, then, then allow us the opportunity to believe with you. And so you can go on the app. And there is, a, a, it says, may we pray. You can click on that and fill out a, a registration. I'm not a registration, but like a little prayer card. And we would love to pray with you. On Wednesday nights, we're meeting here at 630 and, and we're praying. And so um, we see all through scripture that God's house is a, is a place of prayer. And so for, for maybe you grew up in different denominations or you grew up in different um, background, church background, but it should not be awkward that God's people pray. It shouldn't be awkward that God's people pray because the truth of the matter is uh, when we pray, we give God the access to touch our lives. And so it's, it's very important to do that because God gave us dominion. He gave us dominion here. And so the truth is that God is not going to break your will to control your life. He, 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 the Bible says that Jesus stands at the door of your heart and knocks. Yeah. 
he doesn't say he kicks open the door. That there is this component that God will respect your will and he will let you run or he will let you find him and seek him. And so the truth of the matter is prayer begins to give us access to all the things that God wants to do in our life. This month as a church we're coming together. Come on and we're praying. We're praying for each other. We're praying for breakthrough. We're praying for family. We're praying for healings in this place. We're praying that stories uh, of redemption happen. And, and, and I'm just telling you, we want you to connect to this idea. And here is the idea that we will be talking off and on. Obviously not next week because we're going to celebrate some moms but but often on all month long we're going to be teeing up this one thought prayer produces results prayer produces results and today we're going to read a moment from moses moses's life he had so many cool moments and journeys uh, his journey throughout the wilderness and help, helping free the children of israel and so if you want more information on some of the stuff that we're talking about you can read the second book of the bible exodus and i would encourage you it, it, it's it, it's deep it has a lot of uh types and shadows for what jesus came to do for our own lives and so i would just encourage you to know that and read that but but here's the thing is god uses moses messy moses moses who was uh burst blessed battled and betrayed he uses moses and and there's so many people that i feel like disqualify themselves from moving to what god wants them to do because of the journey and we all have a journey. We all have a journey in this time. Uh, Moses was born, and he was born from Hebrews. And at that time, there was Pharaoh, and Pharaoh was a, a, a tyrant, a, a killer. He would uh, destroy uh, males that were born. He would inca- he, he put people in bondage and made them a slave. And, and so this is the, the moment that we are reading, and what God has been doing is he's been freeing his people his people and so I I just want to say that for all of you we are on a journey of freedom we're becoming more free and so here's the thing don't ever don't ever make church the thing that you know what I know what they're going to talk about. They're probably going to do a worship song. They're probably going to talk about Jesus. They're probably, because here's the thing, is that we all are in different seasons and times in our life. And I believe that God knows what you need. And God has always had a congregation of people and he was moving them. He was moving them and he was, and so when we speak, here's the thing is that if it's me, if it's Adam, if it's whoever's coming up here, we have prayed through the content and we're just not giving you like our best sermon or something that's been downloaded. We, we really pray over what, where we're going and I feel like the word that I have for us today, um, is going to help us. Now, I really want to talk about the problem, the people, the presence, and the provision. I, I want to talk about that because all of us will deal with these issues in our life. We will all encounter problems. We will all encounter those people. Come on, somebody, those people. We will encounter his presence, and then we will ultimately see his provision if we seek him my assignment today is in the sight of others 
in the sight of others. Turn with me real quick to Exodus chapter 17, and we're going to read this, Exodus chapter 17, and we're going to read a couple verses here, and they're going to put it up on the screen. Um, And so I know I'm going old school today. I'm going to read out of the actual Bible. Get you a Bible. Highlight it. Come on, if you've got the app, get, get on the app. Get, get a app, get something that's yours that you begin, begin to feel comfortable with this. Come on. Uh, Exodus chapter 17, verse 1, it says, And all the congregation of the people of Israel moved on from the wilderness of sin by stages. So I, come on, stop. Everybody, come on, I, I, this is not reading time. This is not third grade reading time. We're doing work here, okay? I love the fact that the Bible says this. Because I meet so many people who are frustrated that I'm still dealing with what I'm dealing with. I should be there by now. I shouldn't. I don't know why, but every time I stub my pinky, the first word out of my mouth isn't Jesus. <laughs> you know? And if it is, it's in the wrong context. By, by now, I should be a little further along. I don't know why at 5.30 or 6 o'clock traffic, this rage comes over me. And when people cut in front of me, I feel the urge to get even. Come on, how many of y'all, little, little transparency, little moment. Come on, you're not the person that says, oh, yes, have your turn. You're like bumping, you know what I'm saying? You're like wanting to get them back on the freeway. Come on, let, I know nobody wants to admit it. Sinners. Listen, come on. There are stages. There are stages. And I think that a lot of times we don't understand the wilderness. Moses is moving the people from Egypt to the land where God wants them. It's this journey. And on this journey, come on, listen, there's going to be wilderness. And I, I just need to pastor for a second. You're going to walk through the wilderness. You don't get to rush transformation. I meet way too many people that get saved and next week they want to evangelize, start a ministry, change the world. And I'm like, hold up, brother. I love your excitement for God, but let's go ahead and build some character along with that excitement because you got about to go through the wilderness. Come on, somebody. Does that make sense? It doesn't happen. God could have freed the children of Israel in a moment. Pharaoh was nothing but a speck. You understand that God took dirt and made man. Took the bone from man. Boom. Bam, and made woman. Hey. I'm just saying that in a moment, Pharaoh was nothing compared, come on somebody, to God. But God knew that there had to be a process. Some of you are walking through your process right now. You're walking through your wilderness. You're walking through your transition. There's something in you. You feel like spiritually you're going somewhere. There's a dream in you. There's something in you. And you're frustrated. Come on, somebody, because you're not there yet. Join the team. Join the team. You can't rush transformation. It's a, it's a process. Well, I've done life groups. You need to keep walking. Well, well I, I've done Sunday morning. Come on. Well, you need to keep walking. Well, I've, I've, I've done the worship. You need to keep walking. Well, I've done tithing. You need to keep walking. Because all of it is a part of transformation. And you can give up any time you want in this journey. Does this make sense? Keep walking. Well, when it's hard, keep walking. 
when it's hot, keep walking. When you make it through the other side and you make it out of the wilderness, listen, it's going to be in the sight of others. People are going to look at you and go, you're not as crazy as you used to be. And you're like, no, I'm still crazy. It's just a different type. <laughs> I'm still crazy. <laughs> listen, listen. Because Here's the thing, the wilderness, and, 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 and we've got this idea sometimes that we don't want anybody to see us. We don't want anybody to see us. I, for the gospel to move forward, it takes action and words, both. Both, it takes both. I've never been walking in the mall and, and, and over there at Pinnacle on the outside and she goes and stops at Savoy like every time. And so I, I've, never, I've never had that moment where people are running up to us and going, oh my gosh, the way y'all are together, when you hold hands, the way she ordered that tea, I knew something was different about you. <laughs> Tell me about Jesus. It's, it's never happened. And if so, that's awkward. And, and, and if you're that person, don't. Okay? <laughs> it's got to be both. It's got to be life lived through the wilderness that people are watching and going, how are you coming through that? How are you coming through that bankruptcy, divorce? How are you coming through that sickness? We are watching you. We're watching you succeed. What are you going to do with this success? What are you going to do with this upgrade? What are you going to do? We're watching you. Amen. Come on, help me. Listen, look at someone and say, I'm still walking. I'm still walking. Come on. You're still walking. You're not there yet. Well, I've been to church 30 years. You're still walking. There's still some things breaking off your life. There's still some things going to, God wants to transform in you. The wilderness. Why would God send people through the wilderness? See, a lot of people, especially church folk, we want to pray against the wilderness. Well, I bind that in the name of Jesus. Huh? No wilderness. It's too hot out here. This must be the devil. Listen, the wilderness is where you meet God. The wilderness is where you come and there's problems and there's issues and there's adversity. Listen to what I'm telling you. Wilderness is where you build character. Wilderness is where you move from slaves to sons. Wilderness is where God begins to do something, come on, in your life. Don't ever pray against the wilderness. The wilderness in your life is strategic. Well, if I'm a Christian, nothing bad would ever happen. <laughs> uh, I ain't going to go there. I'm just going to let you be naive. Listen. The, the, the wilderness. You're going to make it through if you don't quit. Look at this, look at this, let's get back. I, 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 that was all for free. That's not even really what I'm supposed to be talking about. So that's kind of like your daily double, okay? Look at me. According to the, oh, let me read this one. Okay. To the commandment of the Lord and camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. There was no water for the people to drink. Therefore, the people quarreled with Moses and said give us some water to drink and Moses said to them why are you quarreling with me 
Why do you test the Lord? But the people. Everybody say, but the people. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) Thirsted for water, and the people grumbled against Moses and said, Why did you bring us out of Egypt just to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst. I want to talk a little bit. I'm not done with this verse. I just need to take a break because I think sometimes when we read a whole passage, we don't break it down enough to really get it. Does that make sense? And so here's what I want you to see first out of this text is the problem reveals perspective. Every problem in your life is an opportunity for perspective. I I know life would be better if your dad wasn't as controlling. I know that life would be better if your mom wasn't so. I know that it would be better if, come on, and we all have those lists, come on, help me, of better if. But here's what we need to understand is sometimes the problem gives us perspective. And we don't want to be church people that we pray away every problem we learn from problems. We learn from problems. There are so many people that have left the church because they feel like the word that was spoken under-delivered for their life. But you were walking through a wilderness and God was doing something in your life and that problem doesn't mean that God wasn't present. Come on. There's no water. They're hiking. Millions of people, and there's no, can we not think about water? I mean, dear Lord, for real. You're going to walk us in the wilderness, and you don't have a water plan? There's not a water strategy? Moses, we got an issue. Come on, help me. See, you in your life will encounter problems. Problems are, man, for some reason, there's more bills than, than, than there is finance. We got a problem. And if I was serving God and if God loved me, there would always be more. Come on, help me. See, see, I'm serving God, so we should never be sick. I'm serving God, so there, I, there should never be an issue with my marriage. I'm serving God, so there should never be an issue with, with my background and insecurity and depression and all. Come on, help me. But the problem is to build perspective. See, here's what the perspective was, is when the problem hit, you saw the slave come out. See, I am making moves, but I still think like Egypt. So when the problem came, it was more about what was in them. They weren't looking and praising God as the father and the deliverer. They were mad at Mo. Come on, does that mean? a problem in your life will let you know where your faith is. See, this is why we begin to pray. And so it's not the boss. It's not our people. It's not our family. All families are crazy. Come on, somebody. All families. Don't point out no family member. (laughs) Everybody has a background. Everybody is working through brokenness. Nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect. But the problems should make you take a pause and go, where am I going to run to? Am I going to run back to bondage and slavery? Or am I going to move towards sonship and freedom? Does that make sense? See, slaves, at this culture, 
They had grown up in, in a very hard situation, and they were told what to do. They couldn't praise the Lord. They couldn't worship the way, what, the way they wanted to. They were told when to get up, what to do, what to build with, and all leadership was taken from them, and they could only do, listen, what was, what was given to them. And God had to realize, listen, listen, I didn't bring you from Pharaoh so that you could institute Moses. See, people who think this certain way are always looking to a man, the government, help me, come on, a parent, a dad, a mom, to fix, come on, listen, the brokenness in my life. How, how dare, there's a problem. See, here was the problem. The problem was the water helped them feel like they were alone. The water revealed that they were fatherless. The water revealed that they were homeless. The water revealed that they were displaced. And so they were frustrated because there are problems. Because I thought, Moses, we were going to leave hardship and walk into easy. But you need to understand what the wilderness does. The wilderness prepares you to take all the things that God has for you in Canaan. You don't get to take in Canaan without walking through the wilderness. This makes sense. See, in, the, in Canaan, there were giants. In Canaan, there were fortified cities. If you can't make it through the wilderness, you're never going to take territory where God wants you to go. Come on, help me. Let's talk about the people. Let's talk about the people. It's funny to me that the people were ready to string, kill Moses. You know, torture him, beat him, get mad at him. And, and, and let me just give you this next thought, because we're talking about uh, the problems help with perspective. But people will push you to either cry or cry out. People in your life will push you to cry or cry out. And what I, we learned from Moses is that the people did not understand and Moses come on didn't 100% understand and he was just following what God said and everything wasn't just fixed and done come on and completed Moses was like where's the water and the people were like Moses where's the water and Moses like oh no (laughs) well you're the leader See, here's the thing. I think that sometimes people get hurt in their job. They get hurt in politics. They get hurt with churches. They get hurt because it is in our DNA to make someone the source. But I am telling you this. That you don't serve a man, you serve the Lord. You may partner with somebody. Listen to what I'm saying. And we believe that if you come through framework and you come through here, but if you're thinking that Katie and I are going to lead this church and we always know where the water is, you're crazy. We're going to find it together. 
We're going to find it together. And there will be times, come on, when you're like, well, you said. And I'm like, I know. Is that what I, I mean, he didn't tell me there wasn't going to be no water here. <laughs> if so, we'd have obviously gone somewhere else. <laughs> come on, help me. Can we talk a little bit about the people? Uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Come on, somebody. But against principalities, against powers, against rulers of this dark age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Love comes from God. Prayer connects us to God. Moses had to cry out. Come on, because if you listen to the people, they'll push you down. People will push you down. They'll push you out. People in general, come on, not just us, all of us. We have a critical nature. We see things. We think this shouldn't have happened a certain way. And before you know it, listen, and every one of the leaders that serve here, let me just talk, pause five seconds and let's just do some leadership. You will not please everybody all the time. The difference is, we don't want to be vindictive. We don't want to be rough. We want to have the heart of God. But it's okay to be tough and not rough. Here's what we're going to do. Here's the mountain we're going to climb. Here's where we're going to go. People ask me all the time, well, Pastor, you've been pastoring three years now. How do you feel when people leave your church? It hurts every time. That's the honest truth. Every time it hurts. But people have different seasons. Yes. They have different thoughts. They have different needs. They have different vision. I got to do what God's called me to do. Yeah. And people got to do what they called. Come on, help. Does this make sense? Yeah. And so if you're leading, here's what the, you're going you're gonna to either be offended by what people said to you. Or you're going to go cry out to the Lord and go, I have no idea what we're doing right now. Come on. I have no idea how to fix this. I have no idea to do this. And so here's the thing. Why we spend a month long in prayer is because there will be problems and there will be people. And that's to push us, come on, to cry out to the Lord. But way too many people are, are, are spewing on people and mad at people and want to get into drama. Come on, help me. And, and that ain't going to fix nothing. You, you may have figured this out. You ain't fixing to fix your family. But you can fix your perspective. I'm learning. It's been a long learn. But I'm learning. I take care of me, my heart. Come on, does this make sense? Listen, way too many people are crying over what people did and what people said. Well, if they, if they were real Christians, they'd have never said that. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> real Christians stub their toe. Real Christians have stress. Real Christians, come on, does this make sense? Come on, don't ever play that card because that's the enemy card. The fact of the matter is real people have real moments. You take that hurt and you carry it to God. And so here's the deal. The problem and the people should move you to the presence. To the presence. 
The presence produces direction. See, many of us are trying to fight the people to get direction or fight the problem to get direction. Help me. But the presence provides the direction. God, what is going on? Take the staff. Walk in the middle of the people. I don't even like the people no more. I don't want to walk in front of the people. Look, come on, look at this. Look at this. Let's go back. Look at, look at this. Okay? But the people threatened him. Was mad, grumbling against him, talking about him. So Moses cried out to the Lord, What shall I do with these people? They are almost ready to stone. They're going to kill me. I'm telling you, I'm going to be dead. <laughs> and the Lord said to Moses, Pass before the people. I don't even want to go to the people. You pass before the people. <laughs> Because if you pass before him, you may blind a few. I know a few people that need it. Don't even play like you're, oh, wow, this is kind of, this is like too raw. Stop. You work. You know the people you work with. Come on. There's been a few people that you're like, God, don't hurt them bad, but just kind of. Sick them a little bit, God. Sick them a little bit. Trying to be too churchy up in here. <laughs> Pass before the people, taking with you some of the elders of Israel, and taking your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile, and go. I love it. God don't have a God doesn't have a conversation. Well, I don't really want to go. <laughs> Come on, God, God ain't like your marriage. Well, we just agree to disagree, and we're just kind of working it out. Like, God's like, go. Here's, here's, here's the thing that I want you to see, is that God has given you everything that you need, but if you're going to be victor, victorious around people who are skeptical, you need to keep what's in your hand, and you need to make sure you're running with the right people. He did not say go alone. You walk right up to the people, slap somebody and say, this is the staff of God. He didn't say that. You walk right up and you take some people with you who believe, who understand, who know what God's doing, who have the climate of what God's doing, and you walk with them and you go and the people will follow and some may and some may not, but here's where we're fixing to go. Come on. Does this make sense? See, it's in the presence that's why we're asking you to pray. Because some of you may be carrying this burden. You've been carrying it for eight years, 10 years. And the only one that can fix your burden, you, you're not going back to the womb. Well, my daddy never sang to me. And I just feel like if he sang to me, I'd be able to make $100,000 a year. <laughs> just haven't reached my full potential. My mom read Dr. Seuss. She should have never read Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Come on, listen. The problems and the people keep you looking backwards. But the problems and the people should cause you to go to God. I am so mad right now. I can cuss. I feel so hurt. 
and betrayed. I told them secrets and they told everybody. I was authentic and I was judged. Come on. What we do is we deny the problem in our culture when we fight the people. Go to the presence. Go to the presence of God because on the other side, listen to what I'm saying, is in the sight of others, God is going to give you what you need. And all the people that said it can't happen, it's going, they're going to see it, come on, happen in, their, in your life. And they're going to go, what? Prayer is the vehicle that moves God. Time given in prayer will always produce results. But let me just tell you this. You cannot have God's power without God's presence. You cannot have God's power without God's presence. Come on, help me. 2 Corinthians 7, 14. Ben, y'all go ahead and come up. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, come on, help me, pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, forgive them of their sin, and heal, come on, their land. I don't care what you've done. I care where you're going. And when I say I don't care what you've done or the past, I'm not trying to belittle the trauma or belittle the issues or belittle the scars that you've had to walk through. But I am telling you that in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness, come on somebody, of joy. The last one is this. The provision comes as we act on his word. The provision comes when you act and God is going to speak to you. And we believe that God, God communicates through people. God communicates through his word. This is the Bible. This is his word. His word. He speaks. Anyway. Um, we believe that when you go to God in prayer, that it's just not awkward silence. I want to encourage you to come Wednesday night. We're going to teach about understanding. But here's what I, I, I got to leave you with. Is the provision comes when we act on his word. Matthew 21, 22 says, whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive it if you, come on, have faith. The provision comes after time with him. The provision comes as you get understanding. The provision comes after faith is active and you choose to believe. Take the staff, walk through the people, take the elders, touch the rock. You crazy. No, touch the rock. <laughs> okay, I know that you're creative of everything. Water doesn't come from rocks. And this is what we deal with in our Western society is logic over faith. And if it doesn't make sense, I cannot give myself to it. 
See, but if you really want to live, if you really want to be the people that go further, then you're going to have to have some touch the rock moments. And water's going to have to come, listen, from sources that you didn't calculate and that you didn't understand. And so what I'm telling you is, for you, your life group may be a rock. For you, serving on the dream team may be a rock where water, I didn't know it was going to do all this. I didn't know it was going to unlock all this. For you, serving in an outreach may be, I didn't know it was going to do all this. What I'm telling you is, Prayer will reveal that. Come on, are you hearing me? Is this good? Church, the problems with people and the problem should take you to the presence because the presence is how the provision comes. Moses, in the sight of the elders, let's look at this last verse. Come on, help me. Go back to uh, Exodus. I'm almost done. The end of verse 6. And Moses did so in the sight. Come on, everybody say in the sight. In the sight of the elders. He did it exactly the way God told. And I believe that there should be a direct connection. And we always say here, listen, it's not about one service. Give us a year. And in the sight of of other people they will look up and go I cannot believe what has happened in your life I cannot believe what has happened in your life because of prayer Katie and I are just now getting to walk into things that we've prayed about for 16 years prayer produces results the enemy wants to stop it steal it and kill it you got to go to the presence. So here's my conclusion. For some of you, life has been hard. Harder than you thought. Don't be discouraged. Come through the wilderness. Here is my question. Do you believe that moving forward with God is better than the bondage of the oppressor? Forward with God? It's hard but fruitful backwards is easier but oppressive and hard will never leave come on help me today Jesus is the way the way to freedom the way out of sin the way out of addiction and in the sight of others would you make the greatest single decision of your whole life Repenting of your sin and following Jesus. Come on, take a second. Come on, let's turn these lights down. Y'all just sing this chorus right here. Come on, come on, come on. Let's just take a moment here. Come on. Come on, church. Come on, vocals. Hey. Come on, it's time. One more time. One more time. Come on.
God's doing something. God's doing something. God's doing something in your marriage. God's doing something in your life. God's doing something in your kids. I, I know you want to already be there, but come on. That's the journey. That's the journey. That's the journey. Come on. If you're here today, and all you have felt is bondage, I'm a slave to this anger. I'm a slave to this issue. I'm a slave to this response. I'm a slave to this. And I want to be free. What frees us is Jesus. The Bible says that he is the author and finisher of our faith. And right now today, come on, with nobody looking around, would you say today, I'm ready to start my wilderness. I'm ready to start my journey. I'm ready to meet the Father and not be a slave to the things that I can't control. And what I'm looking for is lordship. If that's you, I'm going to count to three. Right where you're at, just lift your hand. One, come on, two, three. If that's you, come on, come on, come on, I see you. Come on, I see you. If that's you. I'm ready to commit my life to Jesus, who is the way to the Father. Anybody else? Come on. If you repeated that, come on, right where you're at. Repeat this after me. Jesus, I ask you, forgive me my sin. Begin the transformation in my life. I choose you as Lord of my life. The Son of God who washes away sin and redeems me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, y'all stand up. Come on, let's sing this. Come on, come on, let's sing this. Come on. Because this is May We Pray, we are going to be intentional about prayer. And I just believe, I was praying in my office before I came out, and, and I believe there are some people that you've been struggling with a problem or you've been struggling with people. People or problems. And so we have some people who are going to come up and pray. If y'all will go ahead and take your places, go ahead and do that. Come on, move quickly. Yeah, it's fine. If we can just, Adam, you got your people. Go ahead and have them come down. And so here's the thing. Do we need some more people, Adam? Okay, go ahead and handle that. But um, here is my thing. There have been countless times. Let's get some women too over here. Um, if if you need prayer, come on, let's just talk a second. Let's just talk one minute. Maybe there's a person, a dad you hadn't talked to, a mom you hadn't talked to, a sister. I am not saying that they didn't hurt you. I'm saying that's what people do. But God can give you what you need to move through that. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear how this message ministered to you. 
Feel free to let us know on the Connect tab of the House Church app. We hope you have a great week.